0: good morning happy Friday we made it five work days for most of us and for those of you who have to carry your work over into the weekend I pray that you are still able to get some type of rest and relaxation so that you know your body can be rejuvenated to get ready for Monday because we don't want we don't want our lives to be consumed with nothing but work. Nothing but, people know us by our nine to five. That's what they know us by. Oh, Tim, oh, he's at work. Oh, Sally, oh, she's down there at the salt mines as my uh, mother-in-law used to say, God rest her soul. So today we just want to thank God, first of all, for allowing us to wake up this morning to behold a brand new day. Today is a gift. Begin. I'm going to begin to look at each day as a gift from God, something so precious, something that I always wanted something that I didn't ask for but God gave it to me because he knew that it was a good thing so today is a good day it's a great day today is a gift from God what you gonna do with it what am I gonna do with it maybe we can't go up on the mountaintop and preach to the masses maybe we're not able to go to the bank and look at the balance and it's a million dollars plus but what are we going to do with this day that God can look look at what we did at the end of the day and say oh that was positive oh that was effective oh you poured into that person's life oh you walked away from that when it could have been it had the potential to blow up and turn into something that was nasty and ugly, but you walked away from it. Oh, you didn't complain over here at noonday, but you went out to your car and you prayed, you spent a little time with me. What can we do today that can add to that can add to our lives and not take away from a lot of times it is it's me, it's you that we take away. We take away time. We take away moments that could be precious because we worry. We want to fix things ourselves. I know I'll be the first to say, I have to pray every day. God, help me to have self-control over my tongue, over my thoughts. Sometimes even what we're looking at. God will say, oh don't don't you even look at that that's not even right for you to look at turn your head away if I see a male (coughs) figure, if I see a guy and I know he's trying to get my attention, I have trained myself over the years to turn my head the other way walk up a different aisle look the side of the highway to the opposite side of the highway because I am doing my best to shun the very appearance of evil. We don't want to give weight. We don't want to give the devil an opening. We don't want to give Satan an opening. So this morning, I just want to encourage you to please put your best foot forward and don't do it because. You know, you want to get brownie points. Don't do it because you want them to call your name. Do it because you want to honor God. Do it because you want to show him that you are trying your best to live for him. Just say, God, whatever I do today, God, I want to do it as I am doing it unto you. When you go to put that report together, say, God, I'm doing this as I am doing it unto you. When you go into that meeting say God I am going into this meeting as I am doing it unto you Lord you're going to be in this meeting so I'm going to be mindful of the things I say I'm going to be mindful of my quick responses but I'm going to pray and say God you guard my tongue and you show me what to say and they may say <clears throat> it doesn't need, excuse me it doesn't have to be in a, a meeting on your job it can be with a disagreement It can be a a conversation you're having with a loved one, with a significant other, with your boyfriend, with your girlfriend, your boo thing, your spouse, and you're praying the whole time. They may be saying their little piece, their little spiel, getting off their chest what they believe is necessary, but the whole time you sit there and you pray, I'm telling you what I do, and it works. Because God gets the glory when we lessen ourselves so that he can be exalted. You pray the whole time. If somebody comes to you on your job with, girl, did you hear about so-and-so and so-and-so and -and and so-and, oh my God, what are are they going to do? What is she going to do? What is he going to do? You sit there and you pray the whole time because God did not just let that person come to you. He didn't let you just by happenstance end up in the break room with Bob who was talking about his he had to go get his son out of jail no God allowed that he he set that up and you begin to pray and say God what are you how do you want me to respond to this sometimes God will just tell you just don't don't say too much or nothing or just walk away if it's a conversation that you walk up on and you hear two other people talking about whatever God may say, you walk away. I don't want you listening to that. So just put him first. And we put him first. We put him first by acknowledging that we need to put him first. We don't know. We we won't ever put God first unless we say to ourselves, I got to change. I need to start putting God first. I need to start making sure that what I say is a reflection of him because for too long I've done it my way and I've gotten no success. So today <coughs> we are going to strive. We are going to purposefully put him first. And it could be in something as small as answering a text, answering a phone call, answering an email, even on my job had to begin to obey god instead of man were you telling me that you didn't do what your supervisor told you to do god holds the heart of the king in his hand and he turns that person's heart it doesn't just have to be a king it could be your supervisor your spouse it could be somebody that holds something that you need god turns that person's heart into whatever direction he would deem necessary, he can turn that person's heart towards you, he can turn that person's heart away from you. And so if God says to me, Don't respond to that email right now, listen to what I said. If God says, Don't respond to that email right now, your flesh is gonna say, But that's my supervisor, that's my coworker. I don't I don't want to get in trouble. Do you know that God is going to fix it? First of all, God will tell you, don't you worry about that. You do what I tell you to do. I got them. I'll take care of them. I'll manage them. Don't you worry about that. You just do what I tell you to. And so we have to begin to put God first. I've gotten text messages this week and they have been full of fire back to back to back. And I thank God because what once used to stir me where I couldn't get sleep at night. Baby, don't you know, I couldn't wait to go to sleep because I knew God was going to allow me to sleep like a bear in hibernation, a pregnant bear in hibernation. And I woke up the next morning and I said, "Mm, mm -hmm. God, God has done a mighty work because now I sleep at night. I you hey. Yeah, I don't like certain things that happen in my life, but God does not want me to lose any sleep because he's up at the wheel. And he wants me to go to sleep and get some rest. Yeah. So if God be for me, and I know that he's for me, who can be against who? The little cashier Who? The little crossing guard on my job? Who? The person down at the bank? Who? That disgruntled family member that don't know how to let go of stuff? Who? Your significant other? Who? Your children? Who? Nobody. Because God alone, God alone holds the power. And he holds the very keys that we need to open up doors and to close doors and he's mighty and he's strong in battle. I said it yesterday. He is the stamp of approval. He is the stamp of approval. And if what I'm saying to you, if what I'm saying helps one person, I've done my job today. Just one person. You may not be called to preach to the masses and win a thousand souls, but just one. If you can encourage just one person with the word of God, with his encouragement, you've done your job. So today, when you get that hot, heated, listen to me. I'm telling you some good stuff. I'm telling you what has worked for me because God is saying, how much longer are you going to do it your way? and walk away depressed and can't sleep at night. Yeah, I'm telling you, get that email when you get that text message and it's heated, it's heated. And your flesh is saying, ooh, your finger's about to break off at the joint because you can't wait to text back. You can't stop and think about what those last hot and heated text messages and emails and phone calls that god you knew God was saying, don't you answer that. But you worried about what the other person was going to say. Oh, they're going to be mad at me. Oh, when they see me, they're going to frown at me. They're not going to talk to me. They're not going to speak to me. They're not going to sit next to me in church. They're not going to ask me to bring the greens to the next family function. But you went ahead on your own and it profited you nothing. So when you get that heated text, those emails today, wait, 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 just wait. If it's only where you wait thirty minutes, where you used to just answer right back, but today you were able to wait thirty minutes before you responded. I'm telling you, in thirty minutes, God will take that. He'll take. He'll lessen it. He'll let the care when you go back to text. You'll be like, I don't even know why I was like so. Now why? Why am I letting them get up under my skin? No. And you simply respond with okay you simply respond with a thumbs up you simply respond with okay please forgive me God bless you praying for you hit them with that hit them with it it's a punch to the gut It sucker punch them with the word of God a great woman of God a devoted woman of God to the word evangelist Sandra Haywood told me years ago she said stop acting like you don't have the upper hand she said you have the upper hand and she wasn't telling me that to make me feel like that oh I'm better than everybody else I'm better than the person that I'm in a debate with or in a bad communication with no she was telling me that what she was saying bottom line was this you think Jesus gave his life for you? You think he died for your peace and your joy? For you to walk around here aggravated, frustrated? No! You have the upper hand because of the blood that he shed on the cross. Because of the word that he has put in you. So that's basically, and it ain't really a basically, but that's what she was saying to me. Stop acting like you, ha- that you don't have the upper hand. You think God anointed you Just for no reason, for you to walk around defeated, you think that God poured his word into you, for you to act like you don't know how to apply his word, you don't know how to call a spirit out. It's not the person, it is a spirit. It's not your co worker, it's a spirit. It's not your significant other, it's a spirit. It's not your children, it's a spirit, spirit of disobedience. Spirit of bitterness. Spirit of fornication. It's a spirit. It is a spirit. It's not the person. So you don't battle with that person. With that flesh. You don't battle with the person. You got to come against the thing that it is. And it's a spirit. So how do you come against a spirit? With the word of God. With the word of God. When you see that spirit, you don't have to start because you might see a spirit and it's in the workplace. So what you're going to do, stand up in a meeting and and start throwing out anointed oil and hitting people on the head and knocking people out. No, when you see that spirit, that conniving, wicked spirit, when you see that spirit of anger, you just say, "Mm, God, that's a spirit of anger. I bind that spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. I bind that spirit of anger and resentment. I bind it in the name of Jesus. And I loose the fruit of the spirit. And you may have to keep repeating that to yourself. While you're in communication with this person. But you do it. Why? Because God says to do it. That should be your main reason. Because God says to to do it. No longer should we battle with flesh, with a person. Oh, God, thank you. It is a spirit. It is a spirit. It is a spirit. It's a spirit. It's not the person. It's a spirit coming out of them somewhere. They have opened the door. They have open up just a little bitty piece away just a little crack that they've given the enemy room enough to wiggle in there to slide in there yes he may have had to keep moving and keep moving and keep moving and keep moving and keep moving moving. but finally He was able to get all the way up off in there. And now that thing is full grown and it's set up shop and it's having his way and God is getting no glory. So what do you do? God has allowed us to have these people in our lives, in our circles so that we can pray for them so that we can come up against those spirits. And you have to do it through, first of all, calling it out, binding that spirit. You have to pray. You have to pray. You have to pray fervently, fervently for people. You got to pray for them because God doesn't want them to perish just like he doesn't want you to perish. So this is all good news. And so, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come before you this morning thanking you for giving us the answers that we need, for giving us your word, for letting us know that Jesus Went unto his own and they received him not. In the name of Jesus. Jesus went unto his own and they received him not. So, God, this morning we just want to thank you that we know what to do. We know what to do now. We know it's not the person, God, but we know it's a spirit. And we thank you for teaching us and showing us. And we had to get to our lowest in order for you to teach us your ways and how to come up and now we can be effective. Let that spirit leave it to itself after you've called it out and prayed in the name of Jesus. Leave that person to themselves. Leave them to themselves and let God deal with them. Well, Keisha, I live in the house with them. Leave that person to themselves. You keep loving them, With balance, you keep praying for them. You keep responding in love. Well, I don't want to be no doormat. It's not, you got to break out of your flesh and what you think is being a doormat. No, don't be a doormat. But how can you go wrong when you don't argue back with a person? It's only words. It's only words. And words have killed many of our relationships. So we thank God this morning for giving us a plan, for giving us purpose, for redeeming us back from the enemy, for opening up our eyes, unclogging our ears. And we just want to tell you, God, this morning that we thank you for being, for loving us on purpose. We thank you this morning. Surrender your life to Christ. Know that he wants to do something new in your life he wants to show you a more excellent way he wants to show me a more excellent way and i'm open to him because i know my way has gotten me nowhere but i'm open to him this morning and whatever it is that he wants to do in my life i know that it's necessary because he's a necessary god and so pray for someone be kind to someone today on purpose just because Go out of your normal behavior and just love on someone today. God has blessed you to be a little bit higher in your finances and in your prayer life. Do something for somebody today. Pray for somebody. Call somebody and say, let me just pray for you. A fervent, effectual prayer. You all be blessed. Pass this podcast to two people that you know stand in the need of a little bit of encouragement. I love you, and until next time, bye-bye.